Treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their Golden Glow body set includes three clinically proven bestsellers for smooth, glowing skin. While the Glow and Go facial set provides spa-level results at home. Both sets come in giftable boxes with savings up to $48 and free shipping for a limited time. For 10% off your first order site-wide, go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM. People can be very picky when choosing that special someone to settle down with. In fact, when it comes to our lifelong mates, we might have years of nervous flirtation and miserable breakups before we finally find the one. Well, as it turns out, we're not the only species to do this. Zebra finches share some very similar dating traits with us, and there's an evolutionary benefit to the birds falling in love too, as Dr Malika Eiler from the Max Planck Institute for Ornithology explained to me. Her work has been published in the journal PLOS Biology. So zebra finches are a lifelong monogamous species. So they, they choose one partner for their entire life. They share the duty of parental care. And so they are really faithful. Like humans, zebra finches don't all agree on the perfect mate. What's hot to one finch might not be to another. This makes them similar to humans in that us girls vary quite a lot on who we fancy. We might spend years looking for our perfect man. But why bother? If the whole point is just to continue the species, why not pick a good quality male and be done? Uh, so if a male is of uh, good quality, has a lot of resources like money or, or territory or good genes to pass on to the offspring here, what we've done uh, that was a bit novel was to study um, the benefits of matures for compatibility. To test compatibility, Malika allowed the finches to choose their partner freely. These were the chosen pairs. She then took some of those pairs and switched the male partner with one that the female hadn't chosen. These became the assigned pairs. The new pairs were left to mate and Malika recorded their behaviour. The assigned pairs, they were less um, lovey-dovey, you know, they were less close to each other, they didn't show so much affiliative behaviour and, uh, and the synchrony was a bit higher in the chosen pairs. But once they did start breeding, we couldn't find such an effect uh, what we could still find in, during those courtships, yeah, the females of assigned pairs, they were less willing to copulate with their partner. And we could also see that the males of assigned pairs, they attended less the nest. They were also less diligent in their nest care. And so we, we assumed that uh, this lack of attendance also resulted in, in the death of the chicks. Zebra finches have a high mortality rate for both their embryos and their eventual offspring. But Malika wanted to know if the finch's choice of partner had any effect on their young survival. So she followed the fate of each of their eggs. The first result was that the chosen pair had a 37% higher number of uh, offspring. And what we know in this species is that embryo mortality is a sign of genetic incompatibility, while chick mortality is the result of behavioural incompatibility. So we looked at those fates in particular, and what we've seen is that uh, the embryo mortality rate was similar between chosen pair and assigned pairs, but the chick mortality rate was much, much higher in the assigned pairs. In fact, if a chick hatched in such a nest, it only had a 50% chance of surviving. The survival of the embryos depends on the genetic compatibility of its parents. 
whereas the survival of the chicks depends on behavioural compatibility. Malika's work shows that the finches who chose to be together were much more successful at rearing their young because their behaviour was compatible, not their genes. The assigned pairs, on the other hand, were less successful. The females were less willing to procreate and the males were more promiscuous and less attentive to the nest. Does this mean the separated finches were heartbroken? Perhaps they suffered some kind of trauma when they were separated that made them less successful parents? I think it was traumatizing because initially when you separate the birds, they call each other, but if it is the breeding season, if the conditions are right, because those birds are opportunistic breeders, so if the conditions are right, they will start to breed, and if they lose their partner, they will need to breed with someone else quite rapidly. And my best guess is that they were not stimulated enough by their assigned partner, and so it is traumatising because they do form strong pair bond, but they recover from it quickly enough. So falling in love makes zebra finches much more successful parents. Could this be the evolutionary reason behind the human search for love? This could apply to other species, but we do not know yet. The, the long time that you spend investing with your uh, kids then leaves many opportunity for behavioural compatibility to, to play a role. So, I, yeah, I guess in human this could also be important. 